0: Welcome back to Noise Extra. I'm Grey Holger. I'm here with my co-host Mike Connolly. Hello. And uh this is the second installment of our new podcast with a focus on noise, noise history, noise from the 20 years we got into it. And uh this week we listen to a great CD on a great label by a great and renowned noise performer who's been active uh at least since 1990. But uh, this is not under that name, which would be Black Leather Jesus. who has been around for a while. I think uh, this, his first solo releases started appearing a couple years later. And this is a Richard Ramirez CD, Memorial, on Praxis Dr. Beerman, which is a classic, as far as I'm concerned, legendary German label absolutely legendary label we're 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 for sure going to be covering pretty much the entire Praxis Dr. Berman discography at some point it's Uh, a damn damn near flawless discography Uh, the presentation was always top-notch the selection and focus and just a, a dedication to properly presenting these pieces and the you know this this music as art or in conjunction with its proper art and context uh they really to me really nailed it absolutely and th- this cd from
1: 1997 really really incredible cd uh really uh, i don't i don't know exactly you know we're well, obviously you're just going to get into discussing it but it's it's a really really um contemplative cd and it, it's really uh, i don't know I, I i really really enjoyed this listen
0: Well, I think that comes from the nature of the CD, the title Memorial, and uh, inside the CD there's a dedication to Kevin Ogg. Kevin Ogg was part of Black Leather Jesus and Baptist Skin Community, some other, he was active in the Texas noise scene in the mid-90s, and obviously Friends of Ramirez, and he passed away in 1996. This record was made in, uh, it says All Sounds recorded in April 1997, and again, it was released in 1997, so... Nice quick turnaround time on nice. CDs there. Got to like that.
1: But yeah, it really does feel, you know, I really went with the packaging, the title, the dedication to, you know, his friend who passed away. And yeah, you know, it's a very it's a contemplative, at times a sad uh uh album and I I, I may, you know, maybe I'm putting all those you know, I'm just kind of putting all this into into my list, and you'll know, look the covers, this you know, a statue, you know, very, very minimal information, very minimal art, very minimal type. And so it's very, very stoic, contemplative, sad at times.
0: Uh, and I, I you know I really, really, really. Uh, went with this one a lot. Yeah, it's an empty record. This is not a, there's harsh sounds on it. Actually, it's one of those records that's great that has something I really love and have been sort of learning more about and focusing on, which is uh, loud sounds quiet, like harsh, something you could tell that at full volume would be just like nasty, but it's mixed at a mid-level or a little in the background, so you're not getting this ear shattering, you're getting the more of the texture of it, and there's a lot of that on here where it just like starts and you it feels it gives it this emptiness that maybe wouldn't be there if when it's full volume it's really just pushing your speakers and you're hearing all this but when it's quiet you get to get the nuance out of it a little bit more or not even a little bit more in a different way yeah the throughout the cd the tension there's there's the cd is filled with tension to me richard ramirez is a a master of restraint in a lot of ways when you listen to some of these monolithic noise recordings when you hear you know he uses very minimal amounts of gear i've seen him perform with like two pedals (laughs) before absolutely and coax more sounds out of that than most people can do with a rig of 50 like yes he he really understands what he sets in front of himself as equipment and he seems to know the goal of it that's not to say there isn't some minutes of sort of like straight mixer feedback kind of internal feedback sounds on this that are Uh, they've come to be so common. I think in the in the early two thousands, we heard a lot of that as everyone started getting like cheap mixers and (laughs) running their pedals through them. But if you listen to a lot of the nineties noise, if you listen to MSBR's first record, Ultimate Ambience, there's a ton of that on there. That's like that was definitely a part of the sound of the era. And listening to it twenty this now twenty two years after it was recorded, in context, it makes sense. Absolutely, and and it really does feel. It feels
1: very live. It feels that all the changes and the shifts in sound are done live, to me at least. And yeah, you know, the entire CD is, is very tense and the tension threatens to break throughout, but it never really does. Even even when he brings the kind of more fuller noise sounds and kind of like you're saying, it it's not this explosion into this grand finale. It's, it's just another kind of... Um, uh, section of of just a different tension yeah and uh i really that i'm really drawn to that and i really like that about this cd and about ramirez himself kind of like you're saying i i got a chance to see him as uh as black leather jesus um the uh this past december at the uh the new york uh at the uh, hospital fest in new york and kind of just like you're saying the most simple setup simple means for maximum effect. I mean, he just brought just a perfect noise set to start the day. He was the, he was the first person that played and, and kind of like you're saying, it was just a simple noise set that he knows what he's doing with it.
0: Yeah. And I've, I've had the pleasure of seeing him a few times. I've seen black leather Jesus, both in Los Angeles and in, uh, in Denton, Texas uh, at rubber gloves. And, uh, also, he Richard Ramirez played a No Fun Festival. I think it, maybe it was his Werewolf Jerusalem. I
1: think it was under Werewolf Jerusalem. I, yeah. I think we 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 noted before we started recording. It would be, it would actually be like two episodes for us to actually list every single project that he's There's ever. So done. yeah, he's got so many
0: names, <laughs> alter egos, weird one offs, weird collaborations. But if you uh, hey, if different you bands. if
1: you see Richard Ramirez's name on it, go ahead and go ahead and check it out. But I I want to say the No Fun was Werewolf Jerusalem, but. Yeah, this
0: yeah. was a uh, which is also another great project yeah. of his. Um, this was a CD I actually purchased just a few months ago after going through the Praxis Doctor Berman discography yeah. and realizing that I was missing a, a small handful of things. They only did four CD releases, and I owned the other three, two of which are by Militia, and one of which is by Taint. Awesome. So otherwise, it was uh it was all vinyl for those guys. The
1: first track, uh, you know, this this is kind of one of the. Uh, uh, you kind of a classic noise CD setup. You got a 26-minute track for the first track, and then you got a couple of shorter
0: ones after that. And and but by I re- shorter you mean well, yeah. 11 and almost 11 and almost 16 minutes. The CD is over over guess, 50 minutes. I guess.
1: But honestly, it didn't feel. It it really didn't feel. Uh, I I I wasn't like waiting for a 10. I mean, it really it it keeps moving and it keeps shifting, even though. There's a lot of still moments, there's a lot of patience and there's a lot of tension. It, it, it's constantly shifting. And and especially in this in the first track, which is just called metal. and you really do, you know, it's there's a lot of metal sounds you know going throughout the thing and then the kind of noise would rise and then kind of fall and rise and fall. And I, for me, it was the the noise was the patina on an old statue, that kind of greening bronzing of an old statue so it would kind of like creep up over the statue and uh leave its mark without exploding the statue
0: you know? it's it's funny you mentioned that it's really the atmosphere is key in this one and yeah the I think the source st- sound stays the entire time you're hearing sort of this background clatter someone in there someone in their tool shed this sort of ominous room atmosphere yeah. kind of a low drone raw nasty drone and and metal clattering, getting moved, doing something. Um, It feels, this one felt pretty trepidatious to me. It's very, it's very sort of doom or dread inducing. Oh,
1: very, it's dreadful. And I, and I pictured, uh, I pictured Ramirez kind of in a giant room in the middle of a giant empty room by himself,
0: you know, doing this and, and, and really, um, yeah, it really fills the room with dread. I mean, previously we may have referred to the junk cavern. This doesn't as much feel like that. No, it's, yeah, it's certainly. Uh, it's very different than that, I think. Yeah, it has a, a much different feel than that. And the the distortion that he's using on these things, it's kind of coming in and washing over it. The noise that's getting brought up, there's sort of some gross filtration, maybe some kind of a, you know, an EQ on a on a distortion pedal, you know, metal zone kind of vibe, and uh, and just the the sort of. Really nasty, yeah, creeping, everything builds, it comes up like the source like the source sound is still there, the statue is still there, but it's got this this grit over it,, yeah. and uh rises and falls or turns on and off, and then sometimes the noise will be going for a while, and then you'll just get this sort of a. Uh, Kind of a gross gross shifting. And in in my notes I had written uh touching down on forbidden ground. Oh like it feels like he he gets a glimpse of something that he's not supposed to and he backs away from it. Very, very cool. Even though the something that he's getting a glimpse of or tapping into is really good and sounds really interesting. Like when that when that hits because he kind of returns to that technique a few times. It uh it's I like that it's there temporarily. You don't actually get to enjoy it very much. And that in a way it builds the tension and and sort of the dread of like what happens if it goes all the way?
1: Yeah. Oh wow. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you get that throughout the whole thing. You know, the second track, open
0: it. Um, open it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it
1: starts with this just low noise tremble, and it and it, it it creates this very somber atmosphere, like a bed of contemplation that you're just kind of. It just kind of creates this 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 atmosphere that kind of seeps out through the speakers
0: yeah this is the kind of where I noted the the loud sounds quiet, harsh but yeah. subdued, and it's there and then it, it goes into this sort of section of interrupted feedback where it's like you're getting this tone and it keeps cutting in and out, and there's a nasty scree, and there's this really sort of dense texture. it's a a clump of dirt with little pieces falling off or something,
1: <laughs> yeah for me, it was the it was the sand moving through an hourglass like really slowly, and maybe even like not at the right speed you know and and it was kind of this looking back through these this amplified sands of time and again I'm, I'm I was kind of going with this memorial you know thinking of the past thinking of people who were in your life that may not be in your life anymore and and, and that's really where I was going with this track you know it, it has this very uh I don't know to me it was a very looking back feel and and then but yeah then that there's this feedback and, and it's this like, almost like true feedback where it's just this raw bear feedback, but then you get those little, uh, distance artifacts yeah. that, that kind of the feedback creates.
0: I really, I do like that, that artificing that it, that it gives. It's funny you mentioned sort of like, uh, sitting and thinking of the past and that stuff, because in, yeah. in this one for me, I had written down one man just mm-hmm. on this track, okay. but what it meant to me is that he's alone. He's sitting here alone making this this is him. He's controlling everything and maybe yeah, maybe it's fraught with memory or you know, reminiscing or kind of coke I wrote coaxing down as well, like kind of bringing these things out and and digging deeper into what it is, what he's thinking about, what he's focusing on. Um but it's this one felt very lonely to me. Me too. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, there there is a there's a
1: loneliness that kind of goes throughout the record i think I think this track um really really highlights that um uh you know yeah it's this, it's this navig- maybe the navigating of time's landscape or something like that i don't know it's it really honestly the, the the one word that I really kind of was thinking throughout this whole thing it's it's there's something that that is kind of very beautiful about this record um and and it really does um show what can be done with with not so much you know and, and it it goes so many different to so many different areas um without without much fuss or something i don't you know i don't know exactly how how to how to how to put that into words but he's not
0: making a big production of technique yeah. or of the sound of any specific thing or like showing off a a fancy synthesizer or a, a neat pedal—it's like the atmosphere is really the most important thing here. Yeah, and and it's filled with atmosphere. It's absolutely just an atmospheric noise record. And then we we well that one, that one has a really nice end too, where it's sort of that feedback tone. Yeah, it, it twists to this just like nice, really quick, weird delay ring out that is just great. That track ends with such this
1: great feedback ending, this pure, real feedback ending that just takes
0: you out. And then we get to the third track. How to direct your anger. Yeah. Which is a, a quote taken from the sample that opens this, which is a girl talking about her parents uh, sort of starting smoking or continuing to smoke cigarettes, but hiding it from her, it yeah, sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not... To, to a phone-in therapist, maybe? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's
1: it's It's somewhat unclear, but I do love... You know what? I love a good sample on a noise record, and I yeah, love this sample.
0: Once this sample finishes, we're thrown into this nasty, ragged, underground drone that's just like this. Oh, oh. It's just, it's just <laughs> bleak and dark and
1: minimal, and oh man, what a what a what a change! What a, what a
0: feeling that it that it sinks in. You yeah, know? you're thrown off from it, it's. It's got all the high end sucked out of it. It's just replaced with just this muted, nasty tone shifting, and it it opens up a little as it goes, but it just rises and falls. And it's so negative. It's just a negative tone. It is. It's really nasty. Um, and the, and then there's something sort of going on with it in the stereo spectrum too, where like I sense the right channel being a lot heavier and f- more full of the drone, and the the left channel to me had a. It wasn't breaking through some sort of wall as much, and there's like a kind of a weird crackle distortion sound going on to it occasionally. You're just getting a little bit extra of that over there.
1: Yeah, it was just this broken stereo sound,
0: and it was so cool. There's a, a crash, smash, drag sort of sound going on every now and again, where it's just like whatever maybe maybe it's uh the metal from the first track there's like yeah. something being just moved a little bit that sort of interrupts this drone in a fantastic way
1: yeah and then and then around 354 minutes in the noise kind of noise kind of des- descends and and kind of starts coating yeah. the, the the drone but again kind of like we've been talking about it never it
0: never explodes it just it just adds and and builds and creeps and and as that starts to go on so you start to get with the first Portion of this, you get to sort of a twisting, turning. Like to me, it you know, I mentioned an underground drone. It feels like navi- navigating a, a network of caves or tunnels or something. Wow. And uh, and then you start to get this these layers of distortion and maybe confusion in that, or how to direct your anger. Yeah, <laughs> right? you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, again, just going with what what Richard was giving us, going with the titles, going with the art. You know, to me, this was noise to deal with anger and noise to deal with death. You know, using using these sounds to direct the anger, to deal with the anger, and to deal with
0: the anger of, you know, whatever it is in your life. At around, like, six minutes, the the layers of distortion and the drone have sort of morphed into this groaning static monolith of sound where it's just, like, massive. And then we start getting this, like, weird fluttering sound that's just... this. I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's fluttering. <laughs> he,
1: he, he really, there's a lot of unexpected sounds throughout the CD. And I love that. He, I, I, what I know exactly what you're talking about. And you didn't see that coming. No. You didn't see it going in this direction. And it's so, it, it, it just makes the track and the whole CD that much stronger because you're just, you, you don't know where you don't really know where each minute you're
0: headed. And I that. Lo- I, I love that. We get some, some pure tone a little after that. And there's sort of a, That hovering sound, the artifacting that you're talking about or whatever uh, of of that sound where it's like whatever's there's a tone. But then there's this sort of ghost tone or ghost tones surrounding it and making it just nastier, just more unsettling to listen to because you can't quite pinpoint what's going on there. And then it's just. Back into junk. Yeah, we, we get a junk, a total junk sound, and it's again not the junk cavern, but it's just this sort of scrap metal sound.
1: Yeah, and then it you know kind of takes us out from there.
0: Well, it it I think about twelve minutes. Everything that's been built up over the past few it collapses, and we're back. We're back at the beginning. You know? Oh we're yeah, back at that yeah. Nasty drone. That underground drone. The left speaker's crackling a little bit again. It's trying to break free, and then it just ends. You're left yeah. with no answers. There's yeah. no fade out. There's no delay end. There's no anything. It
1: just stops. It just ends. There's no there's no it doesn't wrap up it doesn't wrap things up nicely with a bow. It just ends and you're left with the silence after that. And what a powerful way to end this CD. And and to me that just goes along with, you know, what what the theme of this C D is, you know, and maybe that's you know, maybe that is how, how it all ends. You know, it, it just ends and that's that. And, uh, you know, really, really powerful CD, real powerful way to end. I think that the, the How to Direct Your Anger track was, you know, was the
0: standout for me. That's the strongest piece yeah, for me, although I really like metal. I,
1: I mean, too. I really like, I really like this whole thing. You know, R- Richard Ramirez was, was definitely a very early figure that I was very into getting into noise early on. You know, the, um, Black leather Jesus recycled tape was in my first Triple uh, R order, and I ordered it strictly from the name Black leather Jesus. I thought that was just such a great name. Still do.
0: And um, The BLJ MSBR Sonic Destruction 12-inch.
1: Well, to me, that that's a top five uh, noise album uh, of all time, and I can't wait to to get around to discussing that album. And then also for me, it was um, the Richard Ramirez track on uh, Japanese American Noise. Oh, shooting. yeah. So the, 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 the Richard Ramirez track on that and the Black Lord Jesus Recycle Tape were two of the very, very early um, things that I was immediately drawn to and um you know and he you know he when you when you're talking american noise to me that's you you know he's he's one of you know one of one of the faces on the mount rushmore yeah absolutely no there's no question how early did you see him oh gosh uh
0: that no fun was probably the first (laughs) time
1: yeah i didn't see him or I didn't see him very early. Yeah. You know, I, I, at the time I, you know, I was living in, in Kentucky or, you know, I
0: just, I, he, he was someone that I, I honestly didn't never knew if I would ever get a chance to see right. him. Right. You know? Um, yeah. That, that no fun with where World, World, Jerusalem, I think was the first time. Now I, I had released, uh, Oh, you track of his on at the end of the rope compilation that I did on Condritic. And I also put out a black leather, Jesus CDR in an envelope with a little vellum. That's right. OB strip type thing. Uh, years and years ago i i can't remember the exact year yeah. someone out there can look on discogs um so i had the pleasure of working with him a couple of times and i was on a, a deadline comp cool um yeah d- we should we
1: should of course mention deadline Dead, deadline a just again one of the, one of those discographies that is just <laughs> it just seems sees, never uh, never seems to end and and you're always going to be looking back and finding oh whoa that was Oh wow you know there's just so many that that it it's it's a it's a great overwhelming discography but hey that's that's what we're here that's what we're, we're here to uh to uncover yeah <laughs> um praxis dr beerman though i mean you know what a what a legendary important
0: label i know for both of us and for you know a number one label for me i mean one of the the earliest things i got was that m s b r intensification ten inch which is packaged in a metal box with like a you know acrylic whatever plastic stick on letters and it's i think limited to 205 or 210 like some that. small limitation and uh i mean just finding something shipped from germany by a japanese artist finding that in in the us you know and it's in a metal box <laughs> with so a so awesome insert. it's it's, so it's cool. such a
1: great record which we will of course be covering
0: uh uh sooner than later but he, you know they put out K2, S-Core, another just classic Japanese project that I, I feel like is truly underrated, so we're going to talk oh, about S-Core. We will, believe. we will absolutely be talking S-Core. Uh, first release on Praxis Dr. Bremen was a Mertzbau LP in a wooden box, Dada rotten. Vader. Oh, yeah. An insane package. Yeah. Uh, second release was Taint's Indecent Liberties LP, a classic Taint record, which uh, Industrial Recollections did a CD reissue of as well, so you might be able to find that one a little easier. But that record came packaged in uh, nasty chicken wire, splattered in blood. I ha- <laughs> have one here in my house. It's uh, so it's sick. not pretty, but it's <laughs> it, awesome. I mean,
1: I mean PBR. They just the packaging was, you know, so so great, so fitting for all the releases they did. You know, it was always just fit. You know,
0: and they did a couple of releases with uh, Ramirez. You know, there's the uh, Richard Ramirez Black Leather Jesus Scrapyard Picture LP, uh, and and this uh, this CD, of course a few album releases one of the
1: all-time classic noise industrial power electronics comps war against society war against society and you better believe we'll be doing that i mean the, you know it's just
0: it's just a and a pretty much a perfect label i mean i it is a perfect label anarcho narco tribal industrial group militia is also oh, a label militia. With, uh, a cd and a double cd yeah. and i think and of course, they have an entire side on war Against society. Yeah. And uh, one of the founders of Praxis, Dr. Behrman, have passed away, and so the continuing member started Tactical Recordings. And the first, oh, uh, the second release on Tactical was another Militia double CD, "The Black Flag Hoisted." Yeah.
1: yeah, Militia, just one of one of the greatest. You know, we 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 bow down to Praxis, Dr. Behrman. Uh, can't 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 wait to get to. A bunch more releases on that label i mean it's that that's just that's a no brainer but yeah richard ramirez man what a what a what a continuing uh a uh, uh, legend you know he he's he's never stopped He's i can't see that he's
0: going to stop i just bought a double <laughs> cassette from uh last year like, yeah, uh, yeah. recently yeah so, so i mean it's still going he's still black leather jesus still making noise richard ramirez still making noise
1: a million other aliases a
0: million other names and projects and ideas happening,
1: so uh, yeah, you know and and this one memorial can't recommend it enough absolutely a a beautiful, sad contemplative noise album that will surprise you uh you know while you're listening to it. It's going to take you to different places that uh you might not have expected it to take, but uh absolutely incredible listen this was this was a real real uh real treat, yeah, this one, I really, really enjoyed our listen, really happy to do this. this is so, oh, yeah, this is so great, so yeah, that's uh noise <laughs> that's noise, can't wait to talk more, Ramirez, hopefully, obviously, you know he would be a huge, huge uh guest want for us, so hopefully we'll get to talk to to Richard someday. And But, you know, we're going to talk more, Richard, talk more Black Leather Jesus, and uh, just keep
0: talking more noise. You've been listening to Noise Extra. I'm Gray Holger. I was here with my co-host, Mike Connolly. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 17 years, by Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon subscribers. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com noiseextra noise extra. Find us on Instagram at Noise Extra and find us on the web at NoiseExtra.com. One E in all of those. Thank you for listening to us and to Noise.